This is the Paratext Podcast. My name is Heike Renee-Devitt. I'm a graphic designer and research master student of gender studies from the Netherlands. This is episode three of three reading notes on the themes of becoming and relationality, titled Breath and A Qui Vocation. I wrote it in June 2022 in the context of tutorial gender studies at the University of Utrecht. Reading with various texts on relationality, ontology and indigenous knowledges, I want to focus on common themes of breathing and breath and speaking throughout. In the previous reading note, I evoked the suggestion that we might find ourselves constituted through contraction and expansion, where I wrote, quote, we may be somehow contracting and expanding like a breath that cannot be held. We are all wobbling along, being of this universe, no wonder any part of it will not hold still." End quote. Imagine my delight to learn of a word and world that addresses this in depth. In Zoe Todd's An Indigenous Feminist Take on the Ontological Turn, ontology is just another word for colonialism, from 2016, she describes eagerly attending a lecture given by Bruna Latour in Edinburgh in 2013. As an indigenous feminist from Red River Métis, Otipa Misivak, Todd recounts her disappointment at Latour's lack of further engagement with indigenous knowledges upon calling Earth Gaia. She supplements that Sila, a well-known Inuit concept often translated as climate, may attune us further to nature, of which we are part, as wise, clever, and intelligent. Not only that, alongside Inuk author Rachel Quitzalik, Todd explains that Sila also invokes breath as an of life, where, quote, the breath of force seemingly no different from wind and being drawn from the air itself appeared to be the animating principle of life. Sila, for Inuit, became a raw life force that lay over the entire land, that could be felt as air, seen as the sky, and lived as breath. Indigenous knowledges and the tensions emerging in my relation with it, engaging as a gender studies student and white person from the formerly debatable colonizing nation of the Netherlands, are exactly what propels me to learn more and do better. We are brought into this world, and now here it matters how we become, not somehow as a sin to absolve, but as a constitution to actively partake in. Our communication and language take up a great part of such participation, wielded both as tool for domination and transformation. Indigenous environmental scientists and member of the citizen Potawatomi nation, Robin Wall Kimmerer writes of the connection between language, breath, and animate worlding in Speaking of Nature, Finding Language That Affirms Our Kinship with the Natural World from 2017. She writes that, While it is true that words are simply vessels for meaning without meaning of their own, many cultures imbue the utterance of words with spirit because they originate with the breath, with the mystery of life itself. In her book, Becoming Wise, Krista Tippett writes, The words we use shape how we understand ourselves, how we interpret the world, how we treat others. Words make worlds. Wakimeter particularly engages with the colonizing epistemology that is carried over specifically with enforcing the English language upon her ancestors. 
In English, all but the human is addressed with it, rendering the world inanimate by calling upon birds and planes the same. While the technology of planes emulates the beautiful soaring of birds, it seems extremely ignorant to level their distinct qualities and life cycles. Taken to an extreme, it can still be said both object and being emerge in assemblage as this language, considering it similarly as a technology, where writing is not exactly speaking, handwriting is not exactly typewriting, yet this needn't be placed in another hierarchical order, but it must be observed how each mode of communication emerges and embeds within it certain relations to the world and commitments to exercising power over it. What power does the airplane exercise? What powers does the bird? Then, a word that inspired me with curiosity is Marisol de la Candena's use of equivocation in the text Mariano's Cosmopolitics between Lawyers and Ossengate from the book Earth Beings, Ecologies of Practice Across Andean Worlds from 2015. Equivocation addresses the way a word can be used with many inflicted meanings across worldly perspectives. It concerns the same word, but different worlds. De la Candena records the activism of Mariano advocating with and as part of the Andean environment of the Asangate mountain. Allow me here to explore creative yet unfaithful etymological resonances within equivocation. This because Balkimerer points me to qui as Latin for who in her argumentation for qui or kin as alternative pronoun to it for earth beings. In the words of Mariano and de la Candena, earth beings would translate as terracuna. Well, the equi in equivocation is more likely to be derived from the same root as the one in equivalent, which would be equal. I want to break down equivocation as a qui vocation here, where a, written as two letters, a e or the one letter, can represent natural slash God's law. Qui becomes who. And vocation comes from vocar, to call, and is related to vox, voice, from the Proto-Indo-European root becque, to speak. Then, equivocation holds meanings such as the right to speak, or who has the right to speak, or who is speaking, or the law of who is called, as extended ways of understanding. The who, qui, here, is notably not necessarily human. Then, as de la Candena explains, where equivocation indicates not a failure to understand, but a failure to understand that understanding differs across worlds and thus differentiates them affectively and effectively, it matters to ask who is speaking. Who has the right to be called upon to speak? Or, in the words of Todd, as she instructs me towards a bridge where, quote, reciprocity of thinking requires us to pay attention to who else is speaking alongside us, end quote. Thank you for listening to the Paratext podcast. You can reach out to me for questions, feedback, or comments on Instagram at Heike Reneng.